My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today's episode is brought to you by my cash flow webinar, my romantic cash flow webinar that's happening on Valentine's Day, February 14th at 7.30pm. I do hope you can join me. We're going to be working our way through all of the budgeting basics that you need to know to make sure that you are across all of the numbers in your business. And we're not just talking about just the cash flow stuff, like not just the money coming in, but also the money going out and how to be really clear on all of the aspects of the finances for your business. So please join me. It's going to be beautifully romantic. 7.30 on the 14th of February. You can register now at simplystacymorgan.com. Today we're recapping the last three episodes, our cash flow series, our let's get on top of our budget series. And you're like, oh, please, enough. I'm sick of talking about the numbers. But I hope that by bringing it up again and again and talking about it with you again and again and thinking you know, about the long-term benefits of really understanding your numbers and understanding where you're coming from. I'm really hoping it's sinking in for you. And I really hope that it's helping you gain confidence when it comes to understanding your numbers and wanting to be on track when it comes to your numbers. So I want to start by talking about Financial Fridays. We've talked about it before. I want to know if you are doing Financial Fridays. I've heard from some of you who are Uh, Thank you for getting in touch. Thank you for reaching out. Some of you have sent me beautiful photos of you sitting at your favorite cafe with your laptop out in front of you and the spreadsheet and and the um, crying emoji. (laughs) That's okay too. Um, But if you are not already taking time for yourself, and it doesn't have to be on a Friday, but it just rhymes if you want to do it on a Friday like I do. Um, If you're taking time once a week to be able to sit down and have a look at the numbers in your business, then you're off to a flying start. And the things that you you know, if you're, if you are struggling with that and there are things that are stepping in your way and you're thinking, you know, I would rather do anything but do that, then think about how you can reward yourself because it's important that we have incentives. You know, sometimes we have to give incentives to our children and um, incentives to our husbands and I give incentives all the time to my students. So I think it's important sometimes we incentivize ourselves as well. So if you um, make a commitment to yourself to do Financial Fridays, perhaps for a month, perhaps you're going to treat yourself with something special at the end of that month. Perhaps going to your favorite cafe is the treat in itself in that you're going to sit down, have a, you know, really nice latte and be able to spend some time looking at the numbers in your business. But I encourage you to start with that. If you aren't already doing that, then that's your homework for this week. Get stuck into some financial Fridays. And it can be as easy as just having a look at your bank account. It can be going through a budget that you've put together. It can be putting together a budget, you know, figuring out what your income is going to be this month and what your expenses are going to be and just having a look at the two side by side and seeing if they they match up, if they make you smile or if they make you go, ooh, that's going to be tight. Um, or it can be, you know, as complicated as 
booking a meeting with your accountant and sitting down with them and having them, you know, feed you the numbers. That's okay too. It doesn't have to be you doing all the heavy lifting, especially if it's not your jam. So I encourage you to put some time aside for Financial Fridays and to let me know when you are doing so. Take a photo, stick it on your Insta story and tag me. I'm at Simply Stacey Morgan. Once you've done that, I really encourage you to get stuck into a budget and whether that's going to be a budget for a specific product in your business, a budget for a specific event that you're running in your business, perhaps you have one service of many that you're going to focus on doing a budget around that. I encourage you, whether it's just that, as I said, that one product or service or whether you're going to do an overall budget for all of the workings that happen within the business, I encourage you to get started. I talked um, in episode two about the easiness of just grabbing one of those Excel spreadsheets or one of those formulas or templates and um, being able to punch the numbers into that. You don't have to start with a blank spreadsheet. In fact, just the thought of a blank spreadsheet gives me the heebie-jeebies. Grab one of those templates that's already half filled in for you and has kind of some of the expense categories already lined up and then you can just pop in your answers and that, you know, you'll get twice as far in half the time. But I do encourage you to start thinking about what that budget looks like in your business and start thinking about the ways in which these different budgets can talk to each other. So I have budgets for my events. I have budgets for my classes. I have budgets in um, the Morgan Media brand for my coaching programs and I have um, budgets for the events in those as well. And for each of my businesses, I try and find a way to link all of those up so that the the numbers that are coming through on an event budget also feed through to my overall budget so I can see what impact that's going to have. And having it been the start of the year and doing, you know, some goal setting and thinking about New Year's resolutions and, and fresh starts and things like that only a month ago, I was really clear and really sat down and, and put, you know, all of my things out in front of me, all of my events, all of my products, all of my systems out in front of me and went, okay, how many of these do I need to sell in order to get to this figure? How many of these, you know, maybe I don't sell so many of the first item, but maybe I I can sell an extra one or two of the second item and that will get me to the same position in terms of my finances. So if all of your budgets talk to each other, if you uh, have them all on the same document, perhaps they're just in different tabs and you can refer back um, to other tabs to make sure that all the numbers are connecting up together. It should give you a really good idea of where your business sits now and where it's going to go and what you need to really work on. And so from doing those numbers and having a look at that um, overall budget, you know, that that one central place where all the numbers come back to, I can really see for 2023, you know, where I need to really hustle and where I really need to work hard and put a lot of my effort and energy and where I can, um, you know, not have to push so hard because the numbers and you know the forecast is less and those that's always a good place to be because you know if you happen to sell more um, of that service or of that product then happy days then you're going to have an extra bit to play with but you don't necessarily put yourself in a position where um, you have to sell 500 of something in order to in order to make budget that also gives me the (laughs) heebie-jeebies so don't start with that blank spreadsheet find yourself a template, sit down, perhaps you sit down on your financial Friday, you work out your budget, you put in your expenses that you know. If you don't know what your expenses are, just go and have a look at how much you spent last year on the phone and the electricity and, um, you know, grab all of those phone bills or grab all those payments that you made and put them, you know, make that your your prediction for this year and stick that into your budget and see and see what happens. And then I encourage you, if that's, you know, if you've got all of that 
lined up and you're feeling really good about yourself and you're feeling really empowered because you're taking control of your finances and of course this is this is going to be the outcome if you do start to get your head out of the sand and really nut into some of these things you're going to feel great you're going to get a little bit of, bit of a buzz you're going to be excited about the fact that you're taking control of this aspect of your business so I encourage you to push through until you get to that buzzy stage um, and then reach out I'd love to hear about it because then it's really over to the experts from that point. Please don't try and do absolutely everything yourself from this point onwards. Don't take your budget and think, okay, I'm going to take this to this, the tax office and hope for the best. Make sure that you have people in your corner who are going to help you out. And last episode, we talked about making sure you have somebody either in your office or a bookkeeper that you're hiring that's really making sure that everybody's paying their bills, that everybody's um, paying the correct amount, that the correct amount's going into the correct account. Because, you know, simple things like that can eat up a lot of time. So making sure that you have somebody um, that's double checking and triple checking all those details, a details focused person. I could not do that. I would get bored in two seconds, but there are people who love it. So find yourself one, making sure that you have an accountant who's, you know, really forward thinking, who's giving you predictions of what's going to happen and where, where things are going to be tight and where they're going to be um, really stable. And so that you have a really good understanding of, of where the money is going and how the money is traveling and what you can and cannot spend money on. I was in the Apple store the other day. Do you do that? Do you go to the Apple store and kind of go, hmm, I wonder, should I? (laughs) And then I have to say, no, 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 I'm not doing anything like this that I haven't discussed with my accountant. So off I walk and <laughs> go and, um, you know, I actually went and bought something to eat because I thought I actually don't need a new iPhone. I'm just hungry. <laughs> so I went and did that instead. But your accountant can give you a good idea whether or not it is time to get a new MacBook or whether or not you can afford a new iPhone or whether it's completely necessary in your business. So have someone in your corner that can give you a really good understanding as to if you are going to spend that amount of money, then this is going to be the impact in your business. And then somebody that's going to be your financial advisor that's going to look at all of your um, your income and your assets and your savings and be able to give you a good plan for your future, a good um, roadmap from now until when you want to stop working altogether because that's a really important um, part of your financial security and it's something that creeps up on you and that you you know think, I don't need to know that now, that's, that's a long time away and then all of a sudden it's not. So please get a really good um, financial advisor on your side, on your team, um, cheering for you and helping you make the most out of all of this hard-earned money that you're working, your, busting your gut to get, that you're working your butt off for. So you want to make sure it's absolutely worthwhile. <sighs> what a recap, hey? I hope that you've taken notes. I hope that you have um, motivation. I hope this has motivated you to get stuck in and to do things. And as I said, by talking about it and continuing to talk about it, I'm trying to normalize it for you. I'm trying to say, it's okay. It's okay not to be great at this. It's okay to feel uncomfortable with this. Sit in that feeling, you know, step up and ask people for help and really give yourself that education because you'll feel empowered, you'll feel more in control, and then you'll be able to make better decisions in your business. And if you want to learn more about cash flow, then join me for my Cash Flow Made Simple webinar happening on February 14th. I'm affectionately calling this webinar Fall in Love with Your Numbers, 7.30 on February the 14th, which is Valentine's Day. Join me. You can register now at simplystacymorgan.com. If you've enjoyed these episodes, please post on your Insta story and tag me. I'm at simplystacymorgan. If you haven't left a a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, please do. That helps us share the podcast with so many others. And thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. 
How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 